0: Hey, before we get started, I've got a special offer for you. It's not what you think. I'm going to do one email for you, a newsletter for you, absolutely free. And it includes a 20-minute phone call with me free. I'll create that email. I'll send it to you. I'll even upload it to your email system if you want. What you need to do is to go to my website and click the Contact Ken button and let me know that you'd like to take advantage of this and I'll send you details. Okay, let's get on with today's podcast. Hey, you're in for a special treat this week. We're bringing back our most popular episode. Ready? Here we go. Welcome to the Everything Email Podcast with Ken Countess. Ken is a world-renowned email marketing expert. He'll help you 10x your business with email strategies that generate more sales. And now, here's Ken Countess. Hey, welcome to today's episode. We're going to talk about how to grow your marketing list. And you may think to yourself, why do I need to grow my marketing list? Well, here's why. For every dollar you spend on email marketing, on average, your expected return is $42. 42 to 1 return on your money. Now, I don't know about you, but 42 to 1 is a pretty good return. I wish my stock portfolio would do that. Unfortunately, this year, at least, it's not doing quite that well. But here, by comparison, pay-per-click advertising, think Google ads or Facebook ads, pay-per-click advertising only yields $2 for every dollar you spend. So we're going to talk about not only growing your list, but the value of your list. Now, a few years ago, I came across this formula which helps to approximate the value of your list. So if you were to take out a sheet of paper and just write down three lines on that sheet of paper, the top line will be the size of your mailing list, the second line will be your average sale, and the third will be your list size times your average sale. And if you take the two of those together, That will come up with an approximation on the value of your list. So let's use an example. Let's say you have 300 people on your mailing list. And let's say your average sale is $350. If you multiply the two of those together, you come up with $105,000. Not too bad. Now, that's not to say that every time you do a social post or send out an email, you're going to generate $105,000. No, of course not. But this is a way for you to begin to understand why you should be growing your list. So instead of 300 people, let's make it 500 people. And we'll keep the size of your average sale about the same. So now we take 500 times 350. Now your list value has increased by $70,000 just by increasing your list size. Let's take it a step further. Let's say the size of your list is 2,500, which really isn't that hard to do. Let's make your average sale 2,000 because I know many of you sell higher ticket items. Take those two numbers, multiply them together, and your list value is $5 million. So this is a vote for two things. Number one, growing the size of your list. And number two, making sure that you're communicating with the people on your list on a fairly regular basis. So once again, simple way to take a look at and kind of approximate why you need to be growing your list. So why do we talk about growing your mailing list? Well, as I mentioned before, for every dollar you spend, On email marketing, your average expected return is $42. I actually have a client who gets $350 back for her email marketing campaigns. She was using Google AdWords, and what she said to me was, geez, it was like dumping money down the toilet. Once she switched over to using email and once she started learning how to grow her list, Her business exploded. So let's talk about email marketing. It's a tool that can help you get the word out to communicate and build relationships that in turn engage and encourage people to get involved with your business or make a purchase. It's a great tool to help keep people in the know about your business or your nonprofit. I know we have a few nonprofits here, and we want to engage them. We want to give them information that keeps you top of mind. And that's just one reason why it's important to grow your list, to get more people to help you grow your business. Now, that may sound like a lot of work to have a list growth strategy in place, but the truth is there are actually some tools that you can use that will save you a ton of time. When people sign up, it's going to allow you to communicate and encourage current and potential customers to do business with you or to support your nonprofit. So let's talk about how you can entice people to sign up for your mailing list. I'd like for you to think back to the last time you received an email from a sender you didn't know or didn't sign up for. What was your initial reaction and what did you do with that email? Last time you got an unsolicited email, what did you do with it? You know, most of us probably get a little worried and then wonder how they got our email address and then they just delete or unsubscribe or mark the email as spam. And these are all very common reactions to getting the email that you didn't sign up for and all the more reason to make sure that you have permission when you're adding people to your mailing list. Getting permission from your email subscribers, number one, shows them respect for their privacy, but also for some, in some countries, you want to be thoughtful about how you add people to your list. Most apps will sync signups directly into your account. One of the great things about apps is you don't have to worry about trying to read handwriting. I speak at trade shows around the country. And uh, oftentimes, they don't have an app available. So I've got to send around a clipboard where people sign up to join my list. That's great, right? You know they're signing up. Try reading the handwriting sometimes. Oh, it's difficult. Hey, when you use an app, though, to let people subscribe, their permission is already documented for you. So you can use an app directly from your computer, your tablet, or your smartphone. And you can find apps um, in, in many places online. Constant Contact has a marketplace where you can actually have people join your list. And even if it's not within the app, even if it's not integrated directly, you can use a third party app like Zapier that will allow you to connect virtually any app to virtually any email service provider. So once again, anytime you or your staff interact with current, and potential subscribers, be sure that you ask them to sign up. All right, let's move on to the next bucket, and that is print. Not all customers or clients or leads may see you online. So you also need to take physical presence into consideration. Think about where you see people in the physical world. If you have a brick and mortar, well, that's an obvious place. You want to share away to sign up with signage at your location, on business cards, flyers, brochures, direct mail, even car wraps, window decals, anything they may see or hold. People can even join your list via text. I have a text-to-join number where if someone's at an event, And maybe they don't want to do a sign up any other way. I just put up a number on screen and say, text this code to this number and they automatically join the list. And there are lots of ways that you can grow online. And here you want to think about all of the ways that people are finding you online. Most of you probably have a website, social media channel, or listings on a variety of other sites like Google My Business, or even Yelp. Well, with this online category, you want to just make sure you're allowing people to sign up. One place to allow people to sign up, of course, is on your website. There are probably many ways that people can find your site, and typically they only stay for 15 seconds, often even less. And so ideally, you want to use a dynamic pop-up form for your site that pops up at just the right time to catch their attention. Social media is another great opportunity to grow your list. Now for Facebook, there's actually a constant contact app that you can add to your page profile. Hey, you can even run a Facebook or Instagram list growth campaign from right inside several email marketing programs. And also... If you want to think about using email outside of your email service provider where you're directly conversing and answering questions with current and potential customers or clients, you could do that too. Make sure you add a link to your sign-up form in your email signature. And also make sure that you're involving anyone on your staff. Make sure that you're involving anyone that's on your staff Uh, and make sure that they understand exactly how to get people to join your list. And there's another opportunity here is to be sure to ask uh, about signups during the online purchase process. You may have the option within whatever shopping cart or payment tool you use to collect this information. Constant Contact can also help you with a landing page campaign where you can offer something valuable like a white paper or a discount code in return for the email address. So now I've covered the three buckets or categories of ways that you can grow your mailing list and different ways within which to ask people to sign up. Just remember to be sure to get your contacts permission before you mail to them. And you can save time and gain their permission easily by using the online tools and sign up forms that I mentioned. Now, at this point, I want to switch gears a little bit, and I want to talk about how to entice people to sign up to your list. Now, in order to entice people to sign up to your list, you really have to consider how you're asking. In order to do that, it's important to understand the three main reasons that people subscribe to a mailing list in the first place. First, many people will sign up to a mailing list in order to receive discounts and promotions. Another common reason is that they want people to show support for a cause, and maybe to your nonprofit. They want to stay in the know about what's happening so they can volunteer and maybe even make a donation. And then there are those who like to receive exclusive content. They want to hear about your goals and the progress toward those goals. Knowing why your contacts are subscribing is important, and that's what's going to help create a strategy to use in all the categories or channels where people sign up that I talked about a few minutes ago. Now, in order to entice people to sign up, you need to keep a few things in mind. First, they're probably going to have some objections, so you need to remove those risks up front. Make it super easy for them to complete the sign-up process. Think about when you're going to subscribe to a new mailing list and some of the concerns you typically have. These are going to be some of the same concerns that a lot of people have. And ideally, you want to address them up front. They may be worried about how often you'll be sending, or they may be worried about their privacy or even having the ability to opt out whenever they choose. In order to curb the risks, you want to set expectations about what and how often you'll be sending when you ask them to sign up. Generally, it's best to keep the sign-up process short and painless. Removing the risks and making sign-up easy are important to keep in mind whether you're asking in person or some sort of online sign-up form like this one. A few other things you might want to keep in mind when you're asking or when you're writing the text for your form or the script for asking in person is to make it conversational. Act like you're talking directly to them. Also, make it about them. Help them understand the value that your emails provide and what's in it for them. These ground rules will help keep you removing risks, and it'll keep the process easy for new subscribers. Email marketing is really about cultivating a relationship. If someone is signing up for your list, they're signing up because they understand that you're going to provide something of value To them over the course of that relationship with them. So they may not want to buy anything right away. When you meet someone for the first time, I like to use this example, when you meet someone for the first time, you don't just go up to them and shake their hand and say, will you marry me? Of course not. You're going to build a relationship. So I would not be so concerned about not getting a lot of information about them. The more you ask about them, the less likely they are to join your list. What I would do is I would go with the minimum amount of information that you need, which in this case is an email address and maybe a first name. You don't even have to make the first name required. It can be optional. But if you do that, I will assure you most people will go that optional route. They will give you their name. And if they don't, then you could just put in the word friend until you do get the first name. Next thing I want you to do is think about the sign-up process for other businesses around the web. And you'll see that many of them are simply asking people to join a mailing list. I want to caution against this because nobody wakes up in the morning and says, I can't wait to get more email today. I get 900 emails a day on average. Think about how many of those I actually want to get. Don't make it about joining your list. You need to make sure that your ask is inspiring enough for them to want to stay in the loop and receive all of the great valuable content you have to offer. Your ask should clue them in as to what you're sending and the value they're going to get in return. So remember, it's not just about them receiving emails. It's about them receiving the value and the expertise that you can provide. There are so many ways that you can offer value to get people to join your list. You want to entice them. And so some of the best ways to build an email list online include these. You might want to, for instance, offer a discount or promotion when someone lands on your website and you have a pop-up form that encourages them to sign up and maybe get 15% off their next purchase. Maybe you have an embedded sign-up form, so when someone lands on the site, they see that offer right away. Uh, welcome pop-up forms, they work pretty well, as well as exit intent pop-ups. Promotional pop-ups work really well. So does gamification. You might offer a lead magnet, something that encourages people to give you their email address in exchange for, for example, a PDF. You might even offer fully or partially gated content, whereby providing just an email address, they get a freebie, and if they take the next step and give you a little bit more information, they might get something of more value loyalty and referral programs, they work really well. But discounts and deals and exclusive notifications if you're a nonprofit, uh, something that enables people to show support when they give you their email address, that works really well. Don't be afraid to use QR codes. I've been using them quite a bit lately and they seem to be a quick and easy way for people to join your list. It's something that was not used very much just a few years ago. Also remember to use social media. You can have links for people to sign up to join your mailing list on all social media. Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, TikTok, you get the idea. Offering special bonuses will work well as well. Create and share unique offers, long or short-term, to entice subscribers. And you can share those on your site, on a blog, or on social media. And don't forget, you also have an option to run ads right on social media. In fact, several email service providers, including Constant Contact, allow you to generate campaigns right from your email service provider account. So that pretty much covers the highlights of growing your marketing list. Remember, it is so important to continue to grow your list because 30% of email addresses go bad every year. And the more email addresses you have, the more likely you are to convert some of your subscribers into lifelong customers. So that's it for this week. I want to thank you for joining me. Be sure that you visit my website at KenIsEmail.com, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Everything Email Podcast with Ken Countess. If you like the podcast, tell your friends and coworkers about it. Be sure to visit KenIsEmail.com to sign up for Ken's mailing list. You'll get great marketing tips every week in your inbox. Have questions? Send Ken an email. It's Ken at KenIsEmail.com. See you next time. Hey, thanks for listening to this week's episode. Every week, you get great tips on how to use email marketing in a way that makes you more money. With an ROI of 36 to 1, if you're not yet using email, you really should be. Learn more at my website at KenIsEmail.com. And if you'd like to learn how to work together, go to KenIsEmail.com slash packages. KenIsEmail.com slash packages.